excuse me there, don't slam the door so loud. Or laud, as I said. Don't slam the door so loud, please. I know you're new to this establishment, but we have neighbors in this neighborhood. Now see, look what you made me do. I regret immediately beginning our interaction there. You probably did not mean to slam that door. As a matter of fact, you are probably embarrassed by doing it, and now I'm compounding it and turning myself into the villain in this case. Well, let's just say on the record, for my neighbor's sakes, I spoke up, but you and I know secretly that you were the good guy in this conflict. You were the right one. You will be vindicated in the end. And that is what everybody seeks. That's what I seek. But probably that's not what you seek now that I think about it. What you seek is Mac Adams beer. That's why you came here. What is this place? I ask you as you just looked at the sign coming in. Well, uh, I went, we'll still say it at the same time. Jefferson's Avenue Way Station. It's... Uh, you got it wrong there. It's not Jefferson's Avenue Way Station, though that would make more sense. It's just Jefferson Avenue Way Station. Why? Because it's on Jefferson Avenue in this neighborhood of uh, Glendale, Long Island. I'm just kidding. I made up the, a name of a neighborhood uh, because I like to make things up. It's fun to use your imagination every once in a while. Uh, I mean, I made up everything in the world because this can't all be real. The world is too ridiculous. This has to be a dream. You see, I, I've recently adopted this mode of philosophy called solipsism, and that purports that I am the only person on Earth. Now, how is this possible, you ask me? Because you're, you're right there. You're a person, you say. Well, you're not really a person. You are uh, what uh, I believe Goethe would call a philosophical zombie. You resemble, in all outward appearances, a conscious human being, but you are only behaving like a conscious human being. And that only when you're around me. As soon as you turn the corner and you're not in my line of sight, you start doing like the robot dance dancing with your arms perpendicular, moving them about like you're some sort of, like you're making a car in a factory. And I am the only consciousness in existence. This is all for my benefit. Am I messing with you right now? Maybe. Why? Because jocularity makes for an empty stomach. And you know what they tell you about an empty stomach. You ought to drink alcohol with that. All right, here we go. Let me pour you a little bit. Um, you see, I just used all my glasses because I had about a, I had a party of five come in a few hours ago. I didn't have a chance to wash them. So let me uh, rinse that off there. All right. Now you got a clean glass, it's a little dewy, has a little uh, water at the end of it, but do you mind that? Oh, you want me to dry it off? You know what? I have a dish towel right here. 
All right. It's pouring in now, you can't see because I keep the tap below the thing. No, I'm just kidding. I'm lying to you or your face. There we go. Here you are, madame. Well, you know, if you don't mind, I'm gonna I want to see your initial reaction when you drink this. So I'm going to look at you while you're drinking. Do you mind? You do. Okay, well I'll never know. I'll never know what people think about this beer. And in truth, I never really have gotten an honest answer because I can't read people's faces. Even if I was looking at someone right in the eyes while they were drinking that beer, I wouldn't know how good it was. I drink it myself, but my tongue is not useful to anyone but myself, really. I, I am uh, unique in the way that I give those tasters some credit. No, that's not unique at all. People give them way too much credit all the time. But I'm, uh, I do find that credit to be deserved because I cannot do that myself. I can't trust my own opinion on anything. I don't know a good movie from a bad movie. All I know is that a movie might not have been very good to me. It might not have treated me very well. Does that mean it was bad? Not at all. There, uh, all I can listen to is the consensus. All I can draw is a conjecture. And that's all there is. I, they say that conjecture is not admissible in court. Oh, my God. Ah, I just had a flash. A flash just happened in front of my eyes. Did you see what happened? That long? I, oh my god. This has happened twice already. That time has disappeared from me. Time did not happen at all to me. Do, should, uh, should I get a neurological exam? I ask you because I cannot afford one. And I'm just trying to weigh the worthiness of it. If, if I have my brain scanned, will it cause more problems than diagnosing them? Uh, no, that's a good question you posed there. And uh, I would love to give you an answer to that, but I have no answers. All I have is Mac Adams beer. And it appears that you have drained your glass in the interim of my temporal uh, absence. Was it my temporal? That makes no sense. My neurological absence would probably make more sense. You see, if you know me, you know that my vocabulary words aren't useful. I, I cannot. My vocabulary is limited. Why? It's because I don't, I look at books. I do not pick up them. I do not pick them up. Uh, see, maybe I do need a brain scan. I do not pick them up and read them. Apparently, if I did this, I would learn a few more words. But I know at least a hundred English words, and that ought to be enough. One word very useful in English is enough. Why? It's because it, well, if you uh, if you were to watch me pouring you a glass of Mac Adams beer and I was giving you too much, you could very easily say enough. That covers stop, sufficient. Uh, good, I, good could mean 
the same thing as enough, given the context. Bad could mean the same thing as enough, given the context. If someone's fighting or people are shouting, you could yell, enough. And that could signal your displeasure about the whole thing. The whole, the whole banana. People think that the word, well, I'm not going to say it because there is a curse about my neck that will tighten if I say it, but what is colloquially known, colloquial, how many L's are in that word? Colloquially known as the F word. If it, if, where was I? You see, when you have a temporal stop, a, a, you know, a neurological absence, you begin to lose your short-term memory as well. And my doctor told me when I was there on a uh, on credit that um, it's due to alcohol abuse. I said, how could that be? I sell alcohol. I don't drink it. And he said, well, alcohol fumes can enter in through your pores, especially if you work in a brewery, a bar, or in a medical manufacturing facility, pharmaceutical one specifically, if you are synthesizing isopropyl alcohol and you're not using a hairnet, a face net, or a, um, a mucous membrane net, uh, which are very useful in preventing uh, arsenic strands from getting into your membranes. Now, i got to wonder why we have mucous membranes, because they seem to be the most vulnerable part of the body, and they are meant to do exact, exactly the opposite. They are meant to protect all the vulnerable parts. Why aren't we covered in a callus? Why aren't we just a sealed up flask? Why aren't we just a frozen iron, you know, rusty flask that nothing could get in and out of? Why aren't we, our, our lives should just be the crystal geode in which there's a hard, rocky exterior. You wouldn't suspect anything interesting to be inside. But then, oh, uh, someone shot us with a gun and it cracked open and there's the jeweled center. And then we die of exposure because we can't handle anything. Or conversely, why aren't we constantly exposing our most vulnerable parts to the outside? Occasionally, occasionally I will walk out into that alleyway, that public alleyway, not wearing underwear or pants. I will just entrust my shirt to hang over my genitals and my buttocks. I will, I will because you, as you can see, you can't see now because my shirt's tucked in, but when it's not tucked in, it goes pretty, pretty much a ways down, pretty far uh, over the waist. Uh, and that's, that, some would say that's a little extra, that the shirt is really made for a much taller person. But I say it doubles as a nightgown. Very helpful. I had a girlfriend one time who would take a t-shirt I owned and use that as uh, pajamas. These are my own pajamas. These, these, this is a very handy smock. I look like a religious ascetic who ascribes no special clothing to himself. He doesn't bother about clothes. I look like that Game of Thrones character that looks like a confused mental patient. And Jonathan Price, I believe, that was the character's name. 
And he, he was very good in that David Mamet play, I think, much better. Why? Because he wasn't speaking in his native accent. I hate when people speak in their native accent. I, well, I'll, t I'll give you an example. I am from Saskatchewan, not Saskatchewan, Saskatchewan, a neighboring uh, municipality to that particular one. Uh, and actually a United States enclave. I am American. I just very, I was surrounded by Canadians when I was a child and uh, filled with terror that they might invade and, you know, impart their cultural hegemony of non-interference. Well, that's what my father said. I, I've, my opinions have changed since then. As I think all young men should change their opinions every two years. You know what's helped with that? The internet. The internet has opened up our mucous membranes. It has drawn us inside out so that we are more vulnerable, but we feel less vulnerable. And I, that way I think it's good. I, I, am, I am welcome to any change, and the reason I'm welcome to any changes is because those changes are very much inevitable. Inevitable. When you say the word inevitable, uh, you close off all possibilities, and then your body starts to wind down like, a, like an old spring that, which all the potential energy has been sapped. You see, that's what a uh, that's what a music box it does. It takes all of your energy, it drains it into sound that no one really enjoys, and then it becomes nothing. It just becomes drifting air current. That's what sound is, really. That's what sound becomes eventually, just drifting air current. The 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 energy that it is. Echoes meaninglessly, meaninglessly. If you have, if I try to say a word that has more than two syllables, I become useless. I, uh, I go into a feedback loop, and then you could see that really my solipsistic beliefs are inverse. I am the only one who is the philosophical, philosophical zombie. What is something's wrong with me? Maybe I need to go lie down. Uh, here, let me lie down real quick. All right, now, nice to see you. I, do you see how quickly I did that? You didn't even notice me lying down. That is because I, through my neurological disorder, am able to fold over the lapses in time. You, you see, like, uh, there's just a little, there's a, like a little brown stain in that uh, part of time that's, you know, it's got a little moldy inside, I've grown some hair. Well, I just, I hide that by folding it over. And there's just a little crease right there where I was laying down. Nothing there anymore. Just me. Just me standing up. You never would have suspected nothing. But you were there too. And you're still sitting there waiting for your next glass of Macadam's beer, aren't you? I knew it. I, I should tell you. And I might, this might be my own fault because people keep thinking that this is free and that they should be told about it, but, and maybe that sign outside has fallen down or something, but this beer is $10 a glass. Thank you. Oh. Having a bit of trouble with this tap. 
there we go. Oh, wow, the, the keg just tapped out. I hope you weren't hoping for any more beer. You were. My goodness, that's, uh, that's the death knell of this business, isn't it? I have, a, I have an unsatisfactory customer, or an unsatisfied customer. You're satisfactory to me. You're, you're doing just fine. As a matter of fact, every customer I've had has done very well. That's not true. Most haven't done well. You're one of the few. As a matter of fact, I think you might be the only real customer. Why? Because most of them haven't paid me. And you've handed me a dollar bill every time. I'm going to need more than a dollar bill. I'm going to need 10 of those, actually. Um, so nine more dollars plus the 10 that you're going to need for that glass right there. I said, and you might you might have thought, this isn't a real glass, this is plastic. Uh, well, I don't trust you with glass. You need to have been here uh, five more times before you've gained my trust. It's not your fault. It's not my fault either. It's nobody's fault. As a matter of fact, blame is a needless attribution. Why? Because uh, I've, I've drank some of this Mac Adams beer before you got here. And uh, maybe I'm not, maybe my speaking abilities have become limited through this, uh, through this draining effect of the alcohol. And you'll, you will talk the way I'm talking right now. How much of Mac Adams beer have I drank before you got here? I don't know. Enough so that there's only two glasses left for you. And I replaced this keg... Oh, every day. Oh. oh, don't mind him. That's a Barry the Morning Dove. He sits there every morning. Uh, just and that's why they're called Morning Doves. No, it's not. It's a morning with you. But he uh, he makes his call every day at the at that window right there, which opens into the street. He sits there because he feels the warmth emanating from this pub. I say he, I don't know what gender that dove is. They're, they, uh, that's the one species. No sexual dimorphism. Matter of fact, I believe they reproduce asexually. They metastasize. Uh, they, uh, when a feather falls, a dove grows from that feather. And I will need to do some research, but I'm beginning to suspect that most birds reproduce in that manner. You're telling me that I probably should get some evidence for this before I begin making these suppositions. Well, what do you know, sir? Or ma'am, I'm sorry. You see, this is a, this is a man's world in which uh, if you speak to anybody, you're going to automatically assume that that person is man. Why? Well, there's more women on earth isn't there, shouldn't I suspect at first that you are a woman? I don't know. I don't think I'm a sexist. And that's, that, that is what a, that's what a very feminist liberal person would say is that they don't think they're sexist. No, it isn't. No, you should very, you should frequently examine your, oh, I'm, I'm demonstrating my, my lapse again. There are so many folds in time in 
your visit to the to the Jefferson Avenue way station. And uh, you might think that there's a, a temporal ripple here. Now, what I wanted to tell you is that you need to examine your prejudices all the time. Well, not all the time, but frequently. Why? Because uh, prejudice is a very easy thing to fall into without knowing it. I know this because uh, only a few years ago, I was a as racist and sexist and homophobic and uh, anti-certain -rel religions and all that. I was, I was as bigoted as you could be, or at least I, as I could stand to be. I couldn't stand to be any more bigoted than that. And then I, I looked at myself, and that's all it really took. All it really took was a bit of a self-examination and, and some admitting that I could improve myself. All it really took was me not, not clamping down on that, not being stubborn, not thinking that I was all that great, and, that, and not insisting that my life was all that hard, because it wasn't. And it still isn't. This business isn't doing great, but I'm still, I still have a bed to sleep on. I still have an alley to urinate in. I still have a business. Even though I can't pay the rent, they still haven't kicked me out. They still haven't thrown the cake out of the door. I'm doing all right for myself. I can't complain. So instead I listen to people. Or really I just talk and over people and and watch them listening, which is, is that the same thing as listening? No, it isn't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I know you want it to be the same thing as listening. Every man wants that to be the same thing as listening, but as my wife told me, it is not. I have to listen to her sometimes. Not only do I have to listen to her, I like listening to her. She might be the only person I like to listen to. Everybody else is just, it's, it, it would, re, it would resemble the quacking of ducks if I didn't enjoy the quacking of ducks. No, it's like, it's like the chirping of an evil cricket, of a, of a malevolent extra dimensional cricket. And uh, by the way, that dimension is hell. It's the, it's the, it's the, I, I, I wouldn't even say chirping. I would say crapping. If crapping didn't already mean something, if that was just a, a term for a sound, then that would it would be the crapping of a of an evil cricket from hell, and also that this isn't normal hell, this is extra hell. This is uh, the hell that just goes on and on and on, for, for infinity. Because the normal hell is just a it's a it's um it's like a convention hall. It's one of those uh, uh big hallways, big uh big uh, you know steel buildings in New Jersey where you can hold uh, uh, Japanese anime conventions, except it's not one of those conventions. No, this is a, um, a piston lubrication uh, convention where people with different, uh, different mechanics show off different combinations of castor oils and, and machine oils, and they tell you that this is the right one but you can't make that decision here for yourself because you don't know how to machine or how to uh, make, uh, you know, do the trades of a, of a mechanic. So you're lost and you can't find the exit. 
There's so many signs pointing to the exit, but they just bring you back to another sign that says, here's where the exit is. And then you find yourself at the entrance and you can't leave that way. Why? There's a great influx of confused people who are not mechanics or machinists. And then eventually you'll just find yourselves just pressed in and all the, and you'll be making your own oil, your own castor oil, and it all will start flooding in it and clawing up on it. And, it, and then you find yourself to be in the, the ring of the wrathful. I don't know which number that was, but you, that, that is what this convention hall will become. And the walls will swell outward. And at the same time, they will constrict all of you. And it'll squeeze and you'll die and you'll, your heads will pop like gigantic melons. And you only know, see people, people uh, praise uh, Dante, or Dante Alighieri, but I think I could have done it myself. That was pretty good. I, I should have been transcribing that as I was uh, saying it. But I've neglected it, as I've neglected a great many things in your visit. Um, are, well, you're leaving already. Well, uh, you know, I, I might not have any more beer, but I, I, you could stick around a little bit, Robert. I mean, what are you doing? Oh, that that does sound important. Well, I, I'd like to thank you for coming by. Um, and if you have any money for tips, that I would be appreciated. You don't? That's all right. And you know what? If you have $2 in your pocket, don't give it to me. Give it to the guy on the subway who needs it, who is walking through and saying he's having a hard time. Just put that in his cup. It doesn't matter if he's lying about anything. He still probably needs it. Everybody needs a little help. And if someone's asking for help, they shouldn't be spurned for that reason. Not only does, is, any, is, is everybody entitled to help, but everybody's entitled to ask for help. And do not spurn them. I, I'm asking you for help right now. Um, please tell your friends about the Jefferson Avenue way station. There's not a lot of customers nowadays. Just the one every day. So... Tell them go to the uh, go to the Facebook group and uh, share it all around. Tell your friends. Tell me what you think, um, and enjoy it. Enjoy it always, and come again because I will be here this week, next week, and all weeks, every Saturday. All right. Bye bye.